0: Hello and welcome to episode number 317 of the Super Horror Bros Podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Pretty good, pretty good. We have got so much to talk about this week. I know, I'm scared. scared. (laughs) We have obviously our main feature, which is a a cinema release, which is always a a noteworthy event in in of itself. Um, (laughs) Especially for a UK podcast. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. It's been a little while. Um, and then, yeah, we've kind of got the little matter of a, uh, a new Rob Zombie movie, which we've both seen. Um, so we'll be talking about that later. And you may ask yourself, well, why is that oh, not the main thing? Well, if, hang if on. You just
1: why aren't like, you
0: doing Yeah, if you've just been living under a rock and you don't know why <laughs> it's not just the main thing, we'll get to all that later. Ooh, um, I mean,
1: that may be a longer segment than the, than the movie. I'm not going oh, yeah, to. I'm not
0: going <laughs> to explain the context other than like it's not a horror film yeah <laughs> we're yeah. just gonna talk about it because yeah we've done enough of that in the past with the news um but speaking of news we have a lot to get through so um oh, let's start, shall we because there's some really exciting stuff in here this yeah. is like, the meaty news uh segments back in the day so uh strap in um
1: i haven't got a drink or anything i normally <laughs> i used to have a whiskey for
0: these these moments Yeah, you really should, especially because we're kicking things off with a couple of trailers that have come out in the past Mm -hmm. week. Um, But we we have to, we can't bury the lead here because um, a big trailer came out in the last week, a trailer that we've been waiting for for a very long time, um, which is the first proper footage uh, for HBO's The Last of Us TV series. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, we kind of got screens, a couple of screenshots. We got a small teaser, a couple of clips when hbo did like a a big show reel about a month ago um advertising like their full schedule and next year and what was crazy was in that it had like game of thrones had all their big shows but the big thing that they teased that they ended with was the last of us um and they're already Oh, they've seen how
1: sony did e3 for years they know what to do yeah always well, like, end on last of us and What's it was rule?
0: that was awesome to see straight away um mm. i never really had any doubt because of the people sort of involved in this and stuff and we'll obviously get into that but like it's so clear now that hbo are treating this like the thing that it, you know the big deal that it is mm. um which is so exciting. But yeah, we've seen the first trailer it's a short enough trailer which i think is really cool like just as an aside because we're gonna be jumping back and forth like like every time we talk about the last of us because obviously we're so familiar with it and as as always we'll we'll obviously won't spoil stuff for people um but i think obviously we're coming at it from someone who's experienced this story before and so we can obviously compare and contrast when we get to like certain Mm. moments watching the tv show um but what i will say if you're not familiar with the last of us story is don't worry about this trailer in terms of spoilers like this is purely a sort of mood piece type trailer um you probably won't even know what the actual story of the last of us is if you don't know anything about it which i think is great so i think from that sense this trailer does a really good job of just it looks like something people should be checking out without actually telling you what the story is um but other than that i mean what what did you actually make of this because this is a remarkable trailer.
1: oh my god this trailer was so good um in in the sense that you just described as well i think it's perfect Mm -hmm. because it had so many moments in it for me that i was like that's from the game. That's from the game. Oh, they did this scene from the game. Oh, they're doing, they're doing the DLC, Mm. like all Mm. of these different things. And for someone that's like not played the game at all, like you said, it kind of sets the scene. It sets the tone. We see, we see our, we see our protagonists. We see, we see some clickers, like we get a little bit, but not enough to like really, you know, spoil anything. So I think from that respect, it did an incredible job. Um, there were there were multiple scenes which look like they're from the prologue of the game uh Mm. in the trailer and that's all i'll say um but but like those in particular i was like oh shit that first episode that first episode is gonna be like one hell of an episode and just watching it i was like they've they've nailed everything i think you know Uh, Pedro Pascal and and, uh, Bella Ramsey really suit the role Pedro like as Joel I'm just so excited to see and seeing both of them as those characters just kind of you know it it started to look right and started to make sense because I think you know we we know these video game characters and the voices so well that um, you know that was always going to be difficult I think the the images we got with the clickers and the sound of the clickers were perfect Mm. exactly what they needed to be they were just like the moment with like the building half collapsed, yeah. the skyscrapers half collapsed. I was like, Oh shit. That like just everything like that. I was like, yeah, basically the, the trailer very much looks like they are exactly remaking the game. Uh, there, there was almost nothing in the trailer that looked like it wasn't directly just from the story of the game. Yeah. And I'm not saying that as a negative, um, because i think i think that's exactly what i want and what they should do where it's like yeah the last of us is one of the greatest ever video game stories and it if they turn this into a series into a one series tv show it it could be phenomenal you know my, my fear is is that how do they then try to give it legs beyond one possibly two series Mm. you know and and that's that's my only that's my only concern about it but but from watching the trailer like i
0: cannot fucking wait it looks so good yeah i was blown away by this like i've been waiting to see See this first fully realized vision of it and to actually see it i've watched it so many times it just everything about it like I say there's all these different moments with the collapse building like for me seeing the snow setting in particular yeah just had brought back all these memories of the game and obviously yeah the clickers is something that um i was one of the few things i was worried about because um, i think they're, they're one of the most video gamey type things and i think um, it's one of the main reasons why I think Resident Evil has always struggled with adaptations, and it's a reason why we always see the zombie dog because it's so easy to do a zombie dog. But a lot of the creatures in Resident Evil, I don't think, translate to live action well at all. Um, no, it's so cl- hard with Nemesis, <laughs> yeah, and just everything. And so, like with a clicker, it is such a you know alien concept. You know, it is obviously zombie-like, but very different. And but it, yeah, they. They worked and, and sound, like you mentioned, is the exact reason why they're so terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to get that sound design right, which we only got a glimpse of it, but it seemed like they were. Um, you know, I'm hoping that every time a clicker is on screen, it suddenly becomes a quiet place to the TV show. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I think it will. Yeah. I think they will as well well um but yeah I, I can't wait for it man like i already can't wait until it's here and we can start speculating because yeah we still it still only says 2023 we didn't get a date um but they have been t- talk about it being early 2023 the entire mm. time so what what that means we don't know like i hope we get it by like february march time um like i don't think we're going to be waiting until this time you know next year at least i hope not um, and then yeah like you know how much of the story will be adapted how far are they gonna go how much of a um, direct retelling of the story because like I say pretty much every scene in this trailer I can remember from the game um, yeah um and yeah I think it's the the way to go because narrative wise I don't think the last of us did anything wrong um, the first game I think it's absolutely perfect so I don't know why you would want to change anything it's just whether or not that will translate to TV Um but I think this is going to be huge to show. I think HBO know what they've got with the talent involved. And I think this is going to be their big flagship show for next year. I really do. I think once people watch it, um, if the quality is there, which I think it will, it's going to hook people based upon how much we know the story and how much we've, you know, fell in love with Joel and Ellie for the last 10 years. I think it's going to bring it to a, a completely new and way bigger audience than it ever had across video games. Um, definitely i'm excited to see that i think it's going to be so so cool Um, i think there's
1: i think there's possibly there's two things that like the trailer cannot give us the 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 probably my two question marks about how you know for me the last of us is one of my all-time favorite video games if not my favorite and the the post-apocalyptic world the way it looked the mm. way everything was so weathered and and old and and you know kind of you know earth and you know mother nature had taken it back and everything like that um that needs to look perfection which Mm. you know the, the building is exactly like that iconic scene but i need to see what the streets look like and everything else and we we don't get to see that there and then the other thing is the the actual soundtrack Mm. because i think i think the last of Us soundtrack is is one of the best again like just one of the best of all time definitely and i think that the the, those strings and the second those strings play like i get goosebumps if i listen to like 20 seconds of that soundtrack like they are very
0: if it if it was the same guy um because it's very similar
1: it sounded, like, similar-ish, but it's certainly, like, a reworking. Hmm. So, I don't know, but, like, I I really hope, I really hope that it is. Um, yeah, it is, which yeah. is good. I'm pretty yeah, sure so it's Gustavo. Because,
0: yeah, Gustavo is who did the game, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so it is. Which, to is, me, which actually, I don't it? know, that just seems like such a, a gimme of, like, music oh, so, yeah, yeah As long as it's there, I don't see why they wouldn't, and yet- that is such a huge win for making this immediately feel like authentically the last of us for sure. Like, yeah.
1: um, but, and like you mentioned... horse. Like, I just want yeah. that with the guitar strings and, <laughs> and I'll just, I'll just be in heaven. I'm, like,
0: I'm so happy. This is a TV show as well. Like I, I just, yeah. if this was a film, it just wouldn't work at all. I think this story needs like, it's going to grab people week to week. It's going to be event TV. Um, and I think that the first episode, if the first episode is the opening of the game, that is gonna grab everyone like immediately, and the people that didn't watch it, everyone's gonna be like, "You have to see this new show, The Last of Us." Like, uh, if you
1: haven't, if you haven't played the game and you don't know how the game opens, like that yeah. first episode is just gonna be out of this world. Yeah. Uh, hence why I'm being so precious about it, and because I, yeah, I, I genuinely think that after seeing this trailer, I'm like, this this is gonna be the best video game adaptation that we've seen. Yeah, it, um, I think it's going to be close. It's funny yeah.
0: because um, the way people...
1: I think it already is. I think this trailer is already the best <laughs> thing I've ever seen. Like,
0: yeah, I think, I think so it's, <laughs> it's funny. The Last of Us is a video game. It never gets talked about as a horror game because it only no. ever gets talked about as one of the greatest games of all time. And I think that this could do it for the same for TV, is that yeah. years later when it's finished and wrapped up, people will go, you know that was based upon a, a PlayStation game? game and there'll be millions literally millions of people that never knew that yeah, like, um, oh you,
1: there's a last of us part two <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah like and that's a fascinating thing as well which again well i can't yeah. wait to talk about this on a weekly basis next week uh, um, next year rather not next week unfortunately next um week. but uh like you know with so in the video game world we've had part two and it's so goddamn obvious this yes, can be a um um, yeah, it's very divisive as well, but there's clearly going to be a part three at some point, but obviously a- another thing that people may not realise if they're not overly familiar with video games is they take a ridiculous amount of time. Um, these types of video games take at least six years at this point, um, and yeah. especially post-Covid that slowed things down dramatically.
1: Post-Covid and current gens are just ridiculous as well.
0: So, yeah, so Like, in the they're, they're, doesn't they're rush. world where they could easily finish both games' storylines and then get to a point where they go right, and it's the it's the Game of Thrones thing, which is yeah. which is exactly what happened, where they caught up, and like the only thing that's slower than George R R Martin writing a book is video game development. So <laughs> they're I they're see, close. Close. Yeah, I could see that being a potential issue, and then it's the case of because Neil is so Neil Druckmann, who's like one of the he's like the guy with the Last of Us, but he's not the only guy there's so much to talk about with the last of us it just takes so long we're going to have to just stop talking about it for now because otherwise this is going to be the yeah. whole show but yeah we'll we'll talk about it more like we have a lot to say there's only a few things that we talk about more than like resident evil and the last of us is definitely one of them um yeah definitely it'll be a good time like i i
1: cannot wait like it is it is firmly like on the calendar as like the most exciting thing and i think my only my only takeaway as well is that there's a lot in the trailer that does make me think that this will be early twenty-three. I yeah, don't I think know. So. It, it, doesn't look, it doesn't
0: look like incomplete. No. There's a lot of different it's, it's things in it. So the clickers. Absolutely not. Yeah, yeah this looks like I, I'm I'm guessing I'm hoping by the end of February we get it. Um mm. but it does surprise me that they didn't date it now. Um maybe mm. they're not fully confident. Obviously this was tying into The Last of Us Day, which is when this dropped, so I wonder if it was a case of like they' they're just not fully, you know content on putting a date on it um mm. but yeah we shall see like i'm um, the, the the one thing i do want to get across at this early stage is like for people that have no familiarity with this game whatsoever this just needs to be on your radar um, yeah. even if you're someone who prefers watching films over tv this is the exception to the rule where if you're gonna watch something next year that you know to pick up a hbo subscription to watch this or obviously in the uk as well this is on sky um Sky have already started promoting it and showing the trailer off. Um yeah, it's no surprise because HBO and Sky have had a long-lasting relationship. Um this oh,
1: yeah. cool. Cool Like, yeah, let's let's be very happy that <laughs> like we're getting it and we haven't got to worry. Like yeah, we haven't sure. got to sit here and get excited about it and then be like how are we going to watch it.
0: Yeah, there'll be plenty more of that to come. Um oh, yeah. But yeah, let's move on because we'll talk about it forever. Listen, it, we will talk about it in the coming weeks. Um Oh yeah! Like I say, as soon as there's a date on it, we'll just start talking about it again. um But yeah, moving on to another trailer actually, which I very much mm. enjoyed over the past week. um First glimpse, or well, not even a glimpse, because it was a pretty hefty trailer. Um, yeah. M Night's new movie, um Knock at the Cabin, um which is our co- which is coming our way in February next year. Like the start of mm. next year is already looking very lively. Um, this trailer dropped brand new this week and then we actually got it at the cinema, which is unbelievable. I Very nice. considering how far away it is. Um, but yeah, I think, I think this trailer is really cool. I almost, I do want to describe the trailer as well because um, <laughs> the, the trailer is basically just the setup to the movie. Um, the movie has an extremely simple premise, which is like a family in like a holiday home seems like four strangers turn up classic home Mm -hmm. invasion story. And then that's when you get the, the interesting element is like, we don't want to do this, but a choice is going to have to be made. And if you don't make that choice, the end of the world is going to happen. Um, and that's the setup of the entire movie. And I I think that's awesome. I loved this trailer, um, just because of that cool premise. And, and the fact that it seems like every single shot in this trailer was, you know, in the first half of the movie at the, very least um mm. which is cool it, it is a bit long like i'm shocked at how much they showed of the home invasion stuff um because this yeah. is like, just under three minutes and i feel like i would have liked it to have just been like they show up, up now suddenly they're tied up but we actually see a lot of the back and forth of them bacon in the home which is probably going to be what a lot of the entertainment horror stuff is in the first sort of 30 minutes so it's a bit of a shame how much of that was spoiled um but I still really, really liked the trailer, and I'm so intrigued about this movie, especially with the cast as well. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what did you make of this trailer? Yeah, I I
1: love this trailer. I thought, um, you know, we've been, you know, M Night's resurgence has coincided with this podcast, and we've mm-hmm. been we've been along for the journey and had a great time. And I think, you know. His next work, I was like, okay, this is like I had no idea what it was. And when the trailer started, I was like, this is like it it got more and more interesting as it went on. And I think, um, you know, I got huge uh, um, us vibes from the trailer as well, where it was like because he'd shown because we've seen so much of the home invasion. I'm like, oh, man, like what what is this third act reveal going to be? because i don't know i just feel like with with obviously m night and just with this trailer as well you know because us did the same with the with the trailer that we kind of we saw a lot of the home invasion and then how much that movie you know i think when we saw the trailer for us we was like oh are they just going to be in that house like for the whole movie and it's like man the world of us got very large you know and where where characters went so yeah i'm i'm very excited for this um yeah the, the trailer was was definitely i mean i was already like pretty hyped for a new m night movie but this kind of exceeded those expectations even
0: yeah for sure like th- this is all i need i'm glad this is this far ahead as well because even mm. did say they kind of go in a bit too hard with the home invasion showing it off but like i'm not going to see anything else now and so within five months i'm sure i will have forgot the logistics of it all i'll just remember that overall you know theme which is like mm. invasion preventing the end of the world like what the hell does that mean and yeah i i just can't wait i am really really looking forward to it like i say i think anytime there's an m night movie i'm looking forward to it i am a bit worried because um i hated the trailer for his last movie which i ended up really liking mm. so i am worried about this being a reverse where like he's hooked to me <laughs> now, and so i don't want the movie to be disappointed but um yeah can't wait for it um and my type of trailer as well like they say these ones that don't spoil anything like it's just it's selling you a premise um which is fantastic mm-hmm. um but yeah to kind of we need to barrel through some of these we've got so much news this week um this next one's just fascinating i want to put this in there because this is tied to a lot of little things we've talked about in the past especially with netflix and them kind of patching older content and what does that mean about having like something that we love like stranger things only oh on a streaming service. Yeah, this is just another weird example which it isn't as bad as it initially sounds, but it's just weird and I, and I like to talk about that. So, one of the first, I think it was the third ever um Netflix original series um was a show called Hemlock Grove. Um, um, I don't know if you remember it, because I don't think either of us watched it. No, I, I remember the name, but that's about it. Yeah, so this was a, a werewolf show. It was produced by Eli Roth, and it was starring Bill Skarsgård. Um, so this was like... a lot of words there that yeah.
1: um, I like.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. We were just talking about wanting to see more vampire and werewolf stuff Um, last week. And yeah, there's this movie uh this tv show ran for free series i remember on the very early days of netflix wanting to watch this and just never got around to it um, well it turns out that very soon you won't be able to watch it um because on october 23rd apparently this is being removed from netflix um so that in itself is pretty shocking when you first hear that news it's like what is happening it's a netflix original that's disappearing um most notably that is exactly seven years after the final season premiered which is important um but yeah that's kind of crazy and then the more you look Mm. into it like so just as a very brief explanation of it the way netflix used to do original series was they would they would like basically pay external companies to make their shows um Mm. it wasn't like all done in-house like it is now and so they basically hired a company to make hemlock grove and then they had the rights to it for seven years and so that's why it's now just disappearing like it never existed um so it's it's a weird case that obviously this specific thing can't happen to something like stranger things i think but (laughs) i still think it's scary and it's a weird Star of anything like i think it's an interesting conversation we've already talked about stuff like 13 reasons why that literally if you want to watch it today on netflix it is a actively worse experience because of them changing it um let alone if you want to watch this you just won't be able to soon um it is worth mm-hmm. noting this this is available on dvd and blu-ray thankfully so it is out there for people if they want to go get it um but it's just annoying and i don't really have anything else to say about it other than yeah. i'm just I, I I don't trust these companies with this sort of thing. And so, yeah, if you love something, you should always get it on physical. If the options there, and you should continue to push these creators. You know, I when Stranger Things is all said and done, I want them to release a Blu-ray collection of it. I think that's what they yeah. should do. Um,
1: yeah, it's rough, man. Like, I know I've searched for movies that I've watched on Netflix yeah. multiple times, and then they're not on there anymore. And it's just like, I get it that you know it's not their movie and they pay for rights for a certain amount of time but mm. it's you know how many times is something like lord of the rings and harry potter kind of swapped between oh, these different services and it's like you know if you haven't got the blu ray up there on your shelf then you're basically like well what streaming platform have i got to hop on to watch these movies and it is frustrating and when you know i've kind of accepted that that's the case with things that netflix doesn't own yeah. but when it's shit that's netflix original and that's just gone i feel like netflix original going is is yeah really worrying and like you say this when you when you dig into it it makes some sense but it's still you know it's it's you know we're, we're it's a step towards the future that we're worried about
0: mm, yeah it's weird it, it, i just don't like the there's multiple red flags now and i think that's what's worth talking about exactly. is there was like talks of them editing stuff at Stranger Things for continuity, but that's that's all it was. It was just talks. Whereas we have factual evidence now, or especially next month if this does disappear, which mm. it seems like it is. Um, and stuff like Thirteen Reasons Why, that like yeah, that literally has changed now. That's should we marathon it? Yeah, no, I do want to watch it now. Like it's <laughs> it's crazy, but um, I, at least like I say that this is one of the early ones that is released on physical because there's mm. so much Netflix content that is not even remotely close to being physical um like the over the overwhelming majority of netflix originals you can't get you know like mike flanagan stuff i think you can get hill house but you can't get blind manor i don't think all yeah, midnight think it's mass. Just house, um yeah. it's crazy that you can't you know get midnight mass for example but yeah we'll we'll keep these updated uh, as we go um another little one i want to talk about because it's a movie that i feel like we haven't mentioned mentioned in so long that we probably both forgot existed and then as soon as you start reading like who's involved with it and stuff it immediately just becomes something that's so exciting um so brandon cronenberg uh, um obviously made one of the most insane movies we've ever covered uh in possessor um which is an outstanding science fiction and horror movie um but we we knew that he kind of was working on a new movie called infinity pool um which yeah i think it's worth we'll get to why this is in the news but the two leads for this movie is pretty insane um because they're the, arguably the two stars of the best two films we've seen this year um so the cast of brandon's next movie is mia goth and alexander skarsgård um, um, so coming off some pretty big movies, there Brandon Cronenberg's tapped them up, which is pretty awesome to see anyway. Because um, we always love that when we get to see these like consistent actors, you know, in great Ooh. stuff in the genre. You know, as well like Anya Taylor Joy was so good and still is, but like because she was just consistently in great films that we got yeah. to see for the podcast. And yeah, I want to see more of these two actors absolutely. Um, but the reason why it's in the news is because it did get a rating, so it's you know that's a good sign like it's always the last thing um the bad sign is it got an nc-17 rating from the mpa um so and that is for some graphic violence and sexual content that's a very vague description there from the mpa um but yeah to give it an nc-17 means this is pretty hardcore um and clearly they're not going to release this cart because you you know for people that don't know that's basically death in america you don't release nc 17 film at all like they will cut this to shreds until it gets an r rating and then they'll release like mm. the uncut version afterwards like what we got for possessor by the,
1: time we, by the time we get it we'll get to see the uncut version
0: at least. Yeah, this is the version we're seeing it's so happy days um but yeah an appeal is an appeal is currently underway and that's kind of the last update um but yeah that yeah cool because it's it's in the can and they're in obviously the last final stages of editing. So hopefully this is another early twenty twenty three. That seems to be the flavor of the show this and week. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yeah, not not much else to say at this point, obviously. But like, that's another one to be on the radar of just an amazing director with two incredible actors. So cannot wait for that one as well. Um, now, just very briefly, as these last two, um, they've announced the new Cloverfield movie it's funny because that would normally be like the big news story lead. <laughs> <laughs> it just shows you how much we've had to talk
1: about um <laughs> but when we've already gone along on multiple other things we cannot open that <laughs> no, right no,
0: now. absolutely not like there's plenty of that we've even discussed so that's one of the main reasons why we started this show so yeah it's all there in the history but the only reason why i think the, or the main reason why this is noteworthy is is this seems to be the first movie that has been made specifically from the ground up as a Cloverfield sequel. Um, mm. Obviously, the the two that we've got were retroactively made into Cloverfield movies, whereas this is the uh, um, bad robot kind of financing this and saying, like, up front that they are, you know, hired a writer and director to make a new Cloverfield yep. movie. It's still unclear what that means at this time because, obviously, like, the plot and everything is under wraps, so we don't know if this is a quote-unquote true sequel to Cloverfield, um, but... It's interesting, and yeah, we'll we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about it in the future. Like, if this that's is two and stuff like that, then it'll be more yeah. interesting to talk about.
1: And that's the thing. Like, you know, a Cloverfield mo- movie means so many things right now. Mm. And it, but but if this is a true sequel to the original, then I am in. Incre- it's time. Like, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I'm, uh, it's time we
0: had to have a sequel. Much now, I I for years that was one thing I desperately wanted, but I think it's been so long now that I don't feel as strongly about it. Like again we'll, we'll obviously talk about it in right. the future and obviously i want it but i don't have that same cl- clamor like i i thought for years i desperately needed a sequel to cloverfield now i'm like i'm pretty good if they don't touch it it's still the screen
1: life movies that we've had recently as well i'm like they'd lean into cloverfield like so well
0: that's the thing is it's it, it's such a creative thing and that's why it has very creative spin-offs but to actually do a very full creative what does a proper cloverfield movie look like in in 2023 that's very exciting uh, um because the the level of innovation that they were doing in 2008 you can only imagine the stuff that they could do now um but yeah yeah we shall see on that one um another one that's very exciting another sort of um franchise that's returning and the reason why this is exciting is for the people that are being attached to it um is final destination we've kind I've heard talks about this Please. franchise coming back for a very long time. Um, it seems like this news re- uh, article says that it's the sixth installment is going to be the new one, but was there really only five? Yes, yeah,
1: right. Yeah.
0: Well, that's. I thought it was at least six or seven. That's kind of low. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty sure there's five.
0: Um, but yeah, we've known for a while that they're kind of retooling it and wanting it to be the big sort of franchise return. But the reason why is that um, they put it in the news is that the Hollywood Reporter report that basically a, <laughs> no, um, we have a writing and directing duo making this movie, um, and it's it uh, yeah, it's not them, but it is a duo from a, a fright fest favorite. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's uh, it's the guys who did Freaks, which is uh, Zach Lipowski and Adam B. Stein. The, yeah, right. the writing and directing duo, an incredible movie that was you know Ooh. so innovative and made on a complete shoestring, and that is the exact type of filmmakers that you want to revive these these dead franchises is get people that made something out of nothing give them your ip and see if they can do something interesting with it um Mm. so yeah this is great for them i hope this is like a passion project and and this is something that they really wanted to do and have like a unique take on final destination but um yeah the last movie movie was fantastic so like we were gonna watch a new final destination anyway because it would just be fun and they're they're mostly always fun anyway but to actually i I
1: don't even care that good people are attached like (laughs) final destination gets me excited enough but then yeah, yeah the fact that good people are attached way better but but yeah like final destination is one of the franchises that i want back so badly because i feel like it, there's no need for it to ever end. Yeah, you know, it, it it's not like all of these other franchises. So yeah, I'm I'm so down.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and then it, lastly, we do have a cinema release um date finally for Barbarian in the UK. Holy um, shit. So yeah, and how
1: is this not the lead?
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> like that's what I mean. Like I shaved off a couple of okay stories these were all worth noting you know worth talking yeah. about um but yeah kind of yeah it's out 28th of october so only about a month away um i'm glad because like we basically have our next or sort of five weeks sorted now um yeah. i think off the top of my head we have smile next week then we have hellraiser which is wow. insane then we have halloween then we have vhs and then we'll have barbarian um i mean
1: that's a fucking bang in october isn't it insane
0: <laughs> yeah like yeah it's yeah. gonna be awesome that with the tv like
1: that is banging
0: i was gonna say just a little bit of chucky thrown in there as well so yeah. I, I can't wait um so yeah great great that we'll finally get to talk about this movie um but yeah shall we talk about this week's film finally we would better let's talk about don't worry Darling. So yeah, this uh, this film is finally out. It's this seems like a long time coming for this one. Um like I remember we got a teaser for this last year mm. that was a really short like 10 second thing and it was just a couple of very flash cuts. It was like a flash cut of, of Harry and Florence in bed and then it was like a couple of the I think it was uh, yeah, a couple of the scenes of horror which I won't explain now but it was kind of like, oh, what's this weird interesting thing and you know, Florence returning to the genre and all this so Mm. it's weird that it's kind of finally out um yeah i mean it's a it's a psychological thriller what else is there to say going into this one really Uh, um i I feel like that's the synopsis done yeah i I did want to mention just right off the bat while i remember it was so nice seeing the new line cinema logo at the start of this one um because like i've been watching nightmare films recently and it's so funny to see like you know the classic the studio that that freddie built still going strong and still being attached to these like big budget films like it's just cool man i just they're one of those production companies always puts a smile when you see their little logo pop up
1: oh i think Um, i think they're the one more than any that i just i root for yeah and and i want to see do big things and when they do big things it makes me very happy yeah um so yeah definitely but, but yeah, I mean, like you say, this one we've been looking forward to for a while and kind of, you know, to see kind of Florence back in the genre is, is awesome. And then, um, you know, obviously having, uh, Harry Styles is, is an interesting, you know, he's, he's just popping up more and more on our mm. big screen, the more and more we watch you know, in, in recent times. Um, and so, yeah, seeing these two together kind of, you know, we were excited for it and kind of you know, it, it was spoke about on the upcoming list at the start of the year and, and you know, was, we've been counting down to it since then. And, um, yeah, kind of, you know, the movie kind of opens with this very kind of, you know, what, 1950s kind of utopian community kind of life, if you like, the suburban life where you've kind of, you've got Florence and... um harry playing alice and jack who are kind of living like this fairy tale romance where they're um you know getting up having the same routine but loving it and jack goes off to work at the exact same seconds that everyone else in the street goes off to work (laughs) in their cars and the wives all kind of have the same kind of wave their husbands away and then kind of do do the housework and do all this kind of you know traditional kind of stuff, and then uh, husband comes home to a table full of food and you know has some sex on it beforehand. Mm. You know the usual sort of nineteen fifties day, <laughs> yeah. Um, or at least that's what I was told. Um, and and yeah, that they, they kind of you know we get this kind of psycho psycho for, psycho <laughs> cycle <laughs> for a little bit, and until we see a psycho um no we get this cycle for a little bit until kind of one of her kind of female friends starts to kind of break the mold really where we're kind of like what what is this utopian village kind of that's the thing like the men are all going off to work off like away from the village away from the, the the you know community in this like big kind of you know Plant type place, and and they don't talk about what they do, and the women just all kind of yeah are, are happy to just have these lives and have everything they want and and just not question it, and you know basically is it Margaret I think the friend that that starts to kind of I think it's yeah, Margaret it's, yeah. who starts to kind of question it mm. and starts to say you know what the hell are they doing and like what you know this this doesn't feel right and kind of as she starts to question it and starts to go down her own path uh that causes alice to kind of have these doubts and kind of she witnesses something out of the ordinary that makes her kind of go off the beaten track for the first time you know ever really Mm -hmm. and 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 that kind of starts to put her down this rabbit hole of where the fuck is she? What is this community, and they kind of have this leader uh is it Frank I think' this, yeah. this kind of he's kind of the creator of this um community and and kind of you know stinks of kind of some sort of um you know cult leader is the second you kind of see him and it's kind of like you know what what the hell's his game and and what's his deal and kinda you know there's this structure this hierarchy between all the men of the job roles and and you know it, it the more we get into it the more it starts to stink really of kind of what the hell is this you know uh, surface level perfect utopian community and and underneath it what actually the hell is going on mm. and and you know that that is the crux of what you know what alice's journey is in this movie yeah So yeah, I mean, I I feel tired after that. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, I feel like I I managed to get it down. Like I feel, I feel, you know,
0: it is weird to talk obviously right (laughs) off the bat because it is a movie which is purely about you trying to just figure out what the hell's going on. Mm. Um, you know, you as the audience are Alice. You are in this weird, strange place. Um, trying to figure out what's going on and why, it, like I say, it's almost like everything's on rails. So, you know, it's the same day kind of. It's almost like Groundhog Day. Yeah. Where it's just mm. the same thing over and over again. And, and but then, yeah, the moment you deviate from said rails, you start to see the cracks in this idyllic life um, for everyone in this small community. And so that's what the entire movie is about, really. Mm. Um, and so you know, you can't really talk too much about plot. Cause then you're actually just describing like reveals. It's more just like, okay, so how did you feel about it? Um, yeah. which I, I liked to the movie. Like I was entertained through most of it. Um, definitely the performances are what drive the film. Um, yeah. because I think that, yeah, you are devoid of so much, plot so much story it really is just a premise of what the hell's going on it's confusion and deflection for a vast majority and and a very small amount of of um reveals um in the finale so i think that whether or not you like this movie will be fully focused on are you there for the journey and are you having a good time with the characters which i mostly I, I really liked Jack and Alice. Um mm-hmm. really interesting dynamic like they had great chemistry on screen um and kind of mm-hmm. when they were this like romantic in love couple I bought all that stuff and that was really good but then when there are these small seeds of doubt from Alice um versus Jack and everyone else I just really liked that dynamic and so I think that that, that is why ultimately I had a good time with the film um was those characters and was that dynamic and especially the the two acting performances which i think were absolutely outstanding both of them um mm-hmm. obviously we've seen florence in a lot and she's kind of it is funny that she's the lead in this movie because she almost feels that like if you described what this film was on paper um and then you had to go okay who do you think could play that she is like the most obvious choice um and i don't <laughs> think that's like a bad thing but it's just like like oh yeah of course she could play this well and she does play it really well but i don't think anyone who's necessarily seen her act especially in midsummer would be surprised by it because it's just like yeah she can do this in her sleep at this point um you know i think she was way more challenged and way more you know had harder things to do in midsummer which she clearly was so good at so i feel like this is almost like easy for her um whereas i think harry is the more interesting him one because i i just looked him up when we were when you gone over the plot because it, it does feel like a guy who is like you know been in a lot of stuff but he really hasn't like he's yeah, pretty much everything
1: he's ever done he he is stuff that we've watched
0: <laughs> no it, it absolutely is like he has one upcoming film and then this is his Brilliant. third film credit and so and so... one of them was a cameo and so like it is weird that He feels familiar because he's a celebrity, obviously, and a pop star, and he's been very famous in the UK for a very long time. Um, But in terms of actually acting properly in films, he is very new to this. Um, And Mm. so I was very impressed, because I don't think it was noticeable at all. I was like, yep, he blends in with Florence, with Chris Pine, with these other well-established actors. And so that would be my biggest takeaway, really, is that I absolutely want to see Harry Styles act more. I think he's very, very, very good. I would like to see him do some different stuff because I think that when he's challenged in the movie, he, he does very, very well. So I don't, you know, I hope that he's a guy that would be like a Robert Pattinson who he could make his whole career off being the hands. Some lead and i don't think he wants to do that i think he has enough money in the bank you know literally and figuratively to want to just push himself and and pick interesting Mm. projects which is what robert has done and and is why robert is such a well-revered actor now um i would like to see harry do a similar path do some indie movies you know i think it's going to be difficult because harry styles bringing him on is going to require a certain level of of, of budget just to get him involved, but That's I want to see him... him
1: as well. Like, yeah, that sure. side of it, but, yeah. yeah, because
0: another example is um, Daniel Radcliffe. Like, Daniel he, Radcliffe. yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. got the money in the Ooh. bank as well, but he still chooses to do stuff which his net worth is clearly above, but he chooses interesting, cool things. Exactly. Um, um but yeah so i think that obviously the main reason why my overall focus is on the actors is, that is by far the best part of this film i think as Ooh. a film it's okay it, it, it's just so generic um it doesn't bring anything like in like um original not interesting because i do think it is interesting but there isn't anything about this movie that's original it takes the best things from about 10 other really good films which are so many films i really really like and just goes oh yeah here's a little bit of that here's a little bit of the matrix here's a little bit of get out here's a little bit of this you know it's just like black mirror episode it just becomes like an amalgamation of all these awesome mostly science fiction things um and it's put together in a really glossy pretty film um um, with really good actors in it and that's all it is really i think if you kind of dig dig deeper into this movie is when it really would fall apart because Mm -hmm. i don't think it's particularly well directed um it's certainly not well written um but it's extremely well performed so i think that the actors get the absolute best out of the bare minimum here i think if this is a smaller film and it just has an okay even seven out of ten actors like let's be let's be generous and say that it could get good actors for every performance i don't think i'd enjoy this film Mm. um but that's not the reality we live in. We got very good performances from very talented actors. So I still enjoyed this film, but like, it's really hard to dig a little deeper because that's when this movie will really fall apart. And it's, it, this is a long film as well. Like it's over Mm. two hours long and it's devoid of any sort of interesting story, really. Like, especially when we get to reveals, which I won't obviously go into, but I'll just say how I felt about them. It, 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 they're just okay it's like okay that's cool but what would be the then the next thing to extrapolate you know and make that more interesting it doesn't do that it has like mm-hmm. one thing it's like oh that's kind of cool and i'm like yeah that is kind of cool what are you gonna do that it? and it's like ah the movie's kind of over now and i'm like but yeah it's, but it was two hours you, you, you've got to give me more than that and it's like so yeah this movie is very propped up by its by its actors they're, they're so fortunate they got this cast i think because otherwise it's wouldn't have been a great film and i still don't think it's a great film it's barely a good film but it was an enjoyable film to me at the very least um what did you think of it
1: yeah this is this is definitely um style over substance yes definitely kind of you know the um you know you've spoken a lot about the actors which i completely agree upon and i think kind of as you said you know harry styles in particular was kind of uh, really i was blown away by his performance on it It was really good and 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 that on-screen chemistry with florence where they they really did just just you know you 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 felt the world they were in and the relationship they were in uh massively mm-hmm. um i think beyond that um yeah and the whole cast was great but i think the whole the whole look of it, uh, you know, th- this movie does look the part. I think the the world that was created, this kind of nineteen fifties utopian community, just just worked. You know, the 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 sets looked great, the outfits looked great, the you know everything about it. The color palette was was bang on, and and I think you know that that all was great. And I think I'm um, very similar to you with the rest of it, where it's it's good science fiction um and if it was the first time i'd ever seen <laughs> this sort of thing yeah. i i'd be blown away by it it's what
0: we the said casual before audience would have a completely different perception yeah, of this like, movie if I've, i think. If
1: i've never watched like anything in this wheelhouse before i'd be like holy shit mm. because this is probably one of the you know it's a good it's a good version of it you mm. know i would i was about to say it's one of the better and i stopped because i'm like I do think that a it it, if you've
0: not seen those other things because yeah, it literally just it, takes them all. <laughs> yeah,
1: it does take them all. I think the biggest thing is though is that you know, once we get what what is going on, and like say this is spoiler free, but once we get what is going on and we get the kind of conclusion of the movie, as you said, a it's over incredibly fast. But even b like when we actually the, the, even the, that quick journey to get there just kind of doesn't. It's not really that exciting like i really just uh, uh, yeah the second we knew what was going down it was like okay now we're just going to go from a to b very quickly and and yeah i just kind of i found it i found it for a for a movie that is trying to be you know um so stylish and so slow and so uh, intrigue and mystery to be kind of like the, the reveal was pretty much what I expected it to be. Yeah. And then, and then it happened and I was like, okay, now what are you going to do this cool about this? And it just, yeah. And it just didn't. And I think, and I think that's, that's kind of, you know, where, you know, where, where my disappointment is with it, the, you know, it just, I, I needed it to deliver stronger on that. But like I said, that's not to say that I didn't dislike the movie, but I think I had incredibly high hopes for this movie. Yeah. And then kind of, with the first like probably 10 or 15 minutes i was like okay this is it set up what what i want it to be and then i'm like now give me this crazy sci-fi shit and it just gave me like good sci-fi shit that i've seen before um so yeah it's it's a it's a weird one because i don't want to be over you know overbearingly negative on it but i it i think that's the bits where where it falls short but I still had a really good time, and even for the runtime, I, I still had a pretty good time.
0: I completely um, agree with that. Like, I think a movie can still be enjoyable but disappointing, and and that's mm. kind of how I feel about this. And, and I'm with you where the early setup was so strong of kind of this everyone living the same life, and them all got off at the same time. It's this weird dystopian thing that you just know, like, oh, that's such a cool setup. And then Alice goes off the rails very early in terms of what, like, you know, when she sees the plane, crash and investigates mm. it that's like very early in the film and so i was like oh that's cool like we've already established what the victory project is and what the normal day-to-day life is and she's immediately deterrent of that but then like that doesn't really change much because then it gets into the whole everyone just kind of down and playing and denying her and i feel like the movie exists in that space for way too long where mm. we already yeah, know it's way too long we've seen things happen that can't be explained and but then every mm-hmm. character's telling alice that she's like hallucinating and it's not fine and and we're just sitting there going well all right but w- we know it's not so like when are you going to get to actually showing your hand and being like yeah we're just lying you we're just lying to you and here's what this is really about and so that middle part was like it really that was when it started mm-hmm. to stretch a little bit when it was a lot of scenes of alice on her own in particular when like harry's mm-hmm. just at work um and it's like oh i'm just seeing weird things and then when i tell people that i try and trust them everyone just lies to me and then i'm back at square one again and it, and they do do use that repetition purposefully in that kind of groundhog day thing where we literally keep seeing the same day like it's like the close-up mm-hmm. of her in the breakfast and yeah there was a point where we would seen that about eight times where i was like oh my god i can't believe we haven't she hasn't broke out of this year um you know she hasn't like just done something you know why is she still playing along with the facade at this point like it did that was where a bit of frustration definitely uh, crept in for me um but yeah it, it is a strange one like i i'm glad i watched it but yeah after the teasers last year knowing the kind of concept of this movie and the leads i really thought this could be like an absolute banger like one of my favorites of the year and it's definitely not that it's just oh i enjoyed it it turns out these two actors are brilliant um and especially harry which i just want to i want to hear him you know i want uh, us to report on in the news that he signed up for some like interesting oh. indie <laughs> horror film um because i think that he can really get his teeth into some things that like you say there's similar actors that we've seen kind of test themselves like a Bill Skarsgård, you know, all these different actors that have, that we've covered over the last six years. And I want to see him do some interesting stuff where he isn't just, it's Harry Styles, um, because it felt like that was maybe going to be what his career was. Um, but doing more interesting stuff like this, yeah, I want to see him push himself and, and see, like, right, what can you really do as an actor? Are you just going to, you know, go off name, fame alone, or are you going to transition to, you know, there's plenty of examples of that where, like, you know, Lady Gaga is a really good example of like her acting ability stands alone, where you don't think, oh, she's the pop star as well, you know. Like, and so I want Harry to get to that level. Um, it would be really cool to see. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess there's not really much else to say on this one. Like, we're not gonna go spoilers or anything, it's not really necessary, is it? Um, no, I, like...
1: think, I think that is what it is with this one. You know, it's not a bad thing, mm. it's just that, um, and and like 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 we've said though, I think if if you've not seen a ton of sci-fi as well that that's super similar to this, then you, you could be you could be blown away by this. Yeah, because I, I I do think you know this movie is beautiful to look at and and incredibly well executed in every way, other than the script just wasn't powerful enough for me at the end. Yeah. You know, so yeah, you know, and 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 as you said, I'm I'm definitely glad to have seen the movie. I had a good time. It looked great on the big screen with with the way this world looked, and um, yeah, I, I, I'd still, you know, I I'd give it a recommendation
0: to watch for sure. Yeah, I think there's a casual audience that will go see this based upon who's in it, and mm. if they don't have that wide background, yeah, yeah, particularly on sci-fi, like if you've not seen Inception or The Matrix or The Truman Show and all these movies, like you're going to be blown. Away way by this because it's just going to be so interesting and you're going to really want and that reveal will hit stronger because it won't feel just as like oh another one of these movies um so yeah it's it is that is the thing like i almost feel like that's intentional is that it's like i don't know it's this is one of those cases where i when i left the movie i was like oh this is clearly made for someone else i don't get that feeling Mm. often but that was how i felt coming out of this movie i was like yep i could see this being absolutely a 10 out of 10 for some people and it's purely based upon how many films you watch i think this isn't one for people that watch you know 60 70 new movies a year like absolutely not um yeah. but yeah an interesting one nonetheless which i'm glad we saw and I, like overall i did still enjoy it which is the weird part <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, me too. um but yeah that was our discussion on don't worry darling i will take a quick break and we will be right back So yeah, we did we did watch another movie this week. It's been all go. Mm. Like there's been so much to discuss and then out of nowhere a new Rob Zombie movie came out. Um his, why aren't we doing an episode on it, you might say, want. his follow up to a free from hell. Um <laughs> that's a weird thing to even think about right now um yeah. yeah we've both seen the monsters i we i mean i finished watching it today so we we don't really know each other's thoughts on a new rob zombie movie um I know. even though Ryan, eh? of, like i want to just say you know what did you think of it but i mean wh- did you have any expectations because obviously when we talked about it in the news um i was probably a little bit more down with what this was as a concept with it not being yeah, I
1: I wasn't I wasn't down for it at all mm. uh you know and kind of like as it got closer I just kind of got accepting of like okay that's what he's done and it's not what I want him to do having having now watched it I'm like this is this is like fucking twilight zone or something like some like messed up episode of tv it's it's what if for horror movies that's what yeah. it is where it's like, what if Rob Zombie just made PG kid shows? Yeah, and and not just Rob Zombie, but the cast of all <laughs> Rob Zombie movies. So it's like, oh, what if Richard Brake and and Sherry and you know, uh, you know, or just is doing like this PG like tongue-in-cheek comedy horror stuff? And it's like just
0: it's... a Rob Zombie movie that doesn't have bad language, like, like that yeah. it alone is such a crazy thing to think about. The-
1: the whole thing like i just felt like i was on some sort of acid trip watching it mm. and i couldn't stop watching it <laughs> um you know the the like sherry in particular like her her role um is what is it lily yeah. um is just like well her and herman as well like jeff daniel phillips as herman like those two in particular obviously they are our leads in it but like I, they're just so hilarious Like, it it almost, I was like, I kind of wish this was just a TV show that I could just watch weekly because I am just like, I'm just laughing my head off at at them just talking to each other. Like, and just this dumb premise all the way through of them not realizing that people are scared of them and all of this stuff is just, it's just so ridiculous. And yeah, I had a blast watching it. Um, You know, I, I don't, I don't know why this movie exists still. Like watching it, I'm just glad Rob had a good time. <laughs> and and I and I had I had a good like trip watching it. Like it it was, it was fucking bizarre.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. I I don't know what to make of it. I thought it was okay. I I don't I can't say I had a great time watching it. I think that um it it should have been a TV show, like watching yeah, this as a film, it's weird right as well, because for the little that I know about the monsters, like this is a prequel. And so when the movie ends without it's not spoilers, but like the, the way this film ends is when I'm like, "Oh, this is when it'd get really good, because that's when it would be a really fun TV show i think yeah. everything that actually happens in this quite long film is just set up to the actual nothing, nothing
1: happens in this film well, like
0: they're just talking shit for like... yeah i mean the whole setup is like lily falling in love with Herman, yeah. and it's it's just not that interesting to me as like the romance i want it to just be the established the three of them live together is where the comedy is and then like i say like like there's a setup late on which is him just getting a normal job and, and it's stuff yeah. like that where oh you can just see that if this was just the monsters what i imagine the tv show is it would have been hilarious because it would have been 20 minutes of these ridiculous characters in these fun- Funny situations, yeah. And him just working in a funeral home, like yeah, making so oh god the jokes
1: with his like wheezing laugh just got me
0: yeah, every time. There's like so many moments that I love. Like I really loved early on the the kind of duo of Richard Brake and Jorge Garcia. Like they were oh yeah, amazing. Like they were making me laugh so much. Um, and so it is that I think that's why I was a bit disappointed because they both kind of disappear from the movie at a certain point. Um, oh Herman and Lily made me laugh equally, to be honest. Yeah, they're really good. And the other um, Daniel Roebuck, who plays, is it mm. ugh, is it the Karen or whatever? Um, like they're uh, the, yeah, the Like a brilliant trio. And so yeah, like mm. it's it was just weird because honestly, that's all I felt was I like, got through the movie and I was like, oh, that's good. But then the second the movie ended, I was like, man, I w- I wish now the Netflix logo pops up and the TV show starts and it's twenty minutes, it's black and white, and it's just like has these kooky situations. These characters get into because the actual setup was just weird. Like seeing them go on holiday and get married and all this stuff, it was just like, yeah, especially because that's that is what the show is. It's like them living in this suburban house together. So taking them away from like the castle and stuff, it's just it's almost like Rob made the film that he wish existed, all like yeah. all those years ago. And that's so that's the weirdest thing. About
1: was like oh i'd love to know how they met and, and mm-hmm. like how herman was made and and how they got into this weird house so he just yeah he yeah. he filled in that he he made a prequel to he yeah, yeah a, that's
0: what i mean he's living his best life he, he, he made one he made, he made, to a show that i've never heard of and so exactly like I, so, so i get nothing from that as a viewer like i just get to see the Thing that is setting up another thing that I have no, you know, background on.
1: Well, now you just watch like a black and white 50s TV show, exactly. or whatever it, that's whatever it was. Like, vi- that's
0: what you gotta do. That's just not viable. Like, that's why this is about? such a thing. Because if you are a fan of the monsters I'm sure this works. And that's why I am just like, I'd like, that's the thing. I thought this was okay. But if they off the back of this, they said, and now we're doing a TV show. I'm I would be over the moon, because I think the actual characters are there, the cast is there, everything's there for this to be great. Like, Rob's style actually translated really well to, like, a PG comedy, I thought. Like, it's weird, because people thought, oh, he needs uh, the graphic violence, and especially the language, and it's like, no, these characters were still hilarious without needing to swear every other word so like that to me is a massive win for him as a writer um but yeah i just don't know what this is without a tv show really it's like it really is just the setup to something that will probably never exist um mm. which is which is bizarre isn't it but it is it, it is it is what it is i guess like I'm, I'm glad you had a lot of fun with it though because obviously this was something that you weren't really looking forward to George, I guess, would, you um... huh? would you rewatch the film
1: I don't know like cause it's, <laughs> cause it's weird because it is a pg but it just kind of feels like it isn't yeah it feels like, dirty,
0: it? like there's so many scenes yeah. like you can't really watch this with kids Yeah,
1: there's like... they, they, a scene with richard Brake where he's just wearing bloody overalls like Leatherface. face yeah. i'm like that's that's not like in a pg and and like there's a couple of like innuendos that are a bit obvious he talks about like a friend or something in a way that's like so obvious what you're saying without saying it and there's just a couple of scenes where yeah it's just and it like you say it is just it still has this rob zombie feel to it Mm. it it, it, yeah it just blew my mind watching it it honestly did where i'm like yeah this is the what if of horror movies Mm. and and I don't know what what to make of it, but then the second it kind of started, I just found it like you said with Richard and and um, Jorge Garcia, like their whole bit was just absolutely hilarious. Amazing. The second, the second then Herman gets made, like he's hilarious, and and then I just can't stop. Like just Sherry being Lily is just like her voice and her delivery on everything is just if. It, it made me laugh every time. I'm like, I'm an hour and like 45 minutes into this movie and I still just find her like saying good morning to Herman funny. I'm like, I don't understand it, but I just did.
0: <laughs> yeah. I really liked yeah. that they, um, they played multiple characters as well. That was something that I did yeah no and so that was like a massive win like especially richard breaks like side character that he plays is awesome but like all of them had really fun little cameos where i was like oh there's there's them you know one of our lead characters playing just this like little throwaway character and again the potential for a tv show with that is having like a core you know group of like six people that can just rotate different characters as well side characters. Me.
1: it does worry me that like this could get greenlit lit. <laughs>
0: I really, really like, wanted to, like I say, even though I thought the movie was just okay, I think a TV version, especially, like I say, this is a prequel, it's purposely a prequel, it's it's 150 minutes or whatever of setup to get you to an amazing sitcom premise that is never going to happen, right now, anyway, like, I really want it to happen.
1: I mean, I do, but I also, I still will stick to my my guns that like, i just want him to make a goddamn horror movie but it's fine it
0: would
1: it would be great because yeah, oh, you know, like i said it would just be great like being like oh the monsters do halloween like you know herman goes to the beach just all of these like oh. it, it, it would be like basically like mr bean setups
0: that's so what so I mean. Like, I couldn't give that smile because I thought that I thought what this film was would be the first twenty minutes, not the mm. entire film. Yeah, I know. Because like I remember when he was on um Instagram showing off the like Mockingbird Lane set and how they'd you know like faithfully recreated it from the old TV show and, and all that awesome stuff, and then like watching yeah, then the movie an hour and twenty five minutes, I into just the movie. completely forgot until right, and I was like, oh yeah, this is the thing that he was like selling because that's the thing that is memorable to people from the monsters. So like. That's why, is that this is purely a prequel, like, no doubt about it, and that's what's what's bizarre for me as a completely new fan, is that, like, I'm being introduced to all this stuff for the first time, and I still had fun with it, but it really is so tied to this old thing that I have no recollection of. I just find
1: it so funny, because it's just tied to this thing that just no one asked for this, apart from (laughs) Rob. Like, I just don't, I just don't think there is, like, I mean, I'm sure that there is, like, a, uh, you know, there are people out there, but, like, it (laughs) it just really isn't, like, a demand for it. And especially, like, a demand enough for, like, this departure of style for, like, you know, Rob and the entire cast. I think that's the thing for me. It wasn't, it wasn't just, like, the Rob Zombie name because it had the you know his entire, you know, cast of the last few movies in it. It's just seeing them in this world where I'm like, I just expect Sherry to start swearing and slit someone's throat and instead she's got her hands up like fucking Wallace and Gromit saying these little <laughs> catchphrases constantly and I'm 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 just dying. Yeah. Like I just yeah, that that was a thing for me. But that's why I like I I can't see me watching it again because I can't see me having that level of fun a second time round. Like it's gotta get old eventually, right?
0: Yeah, I, I wanna watch this with like Rod commentary if he does it, just to see <laughs> what the hell is like in his mind. But, but yeah, yeah well, you
1: mentioned the squares boat. in there.
0: You mentioned about like who is this for? Like, what is the Venn diagram for? Like, <laughs> Rob Zombie fans and the Monsters fans? It just that that doesn't seem viable, does it? Of like half a like, No, not even that. <laughs> and and like say the fact that he struggled to get a budget for so long, and this is the thing that he does get a budget for? Like that's what's oh, films boring. make no sense, man. <laughs> no, they really don't. But yeah, it was it like it it definitely has merit for sure and it's one of those weird things that you look back on and just be like oh yeah that was a thing um but yeah i I would be down like right now if if they said it was going to happen if it was just like a six episode like 20 minute episode thing because we've 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 done the hard work now like he's established all these characters and these actors in these roles i want to just see the fun of it now because i feel like so much of this movie is spent on just set up and like the last 15 minutes it shows so much promise for what a tv show would be and i'm really curious if that's something that he's like mindful of because yeah. it's whether or not he just sees this as a prequel to that original show or not um which is just that is weird if, if that is the, the case and that's why he made it that's strange to me of like yeah. yeah i just want to make a prequel that will exist alongside the original run even though it's so different because it's literally in color like no i know I, there wasn't even like
1: uh, there was like a what like two seconds at the start or something and then it went or did it even just go straight into color like it, it really didn't
0: a little was, bit at the end is black and white
1: yeah i was expecting it to like troll us more with the,
0: with yeah, the colour as well um yeah good times eh? One thing I noticed as well is it, it doesn't say a Rob Zombie movie at the start of the film. Like, no, I
1: know. It's only, it's only like the trailers that did like the troll and stuff. Like, <laughs> yeah, this was played very like, cl- you know, clean.
0: Yeah, it's just an opening of a of a kid's film or like a, you know, a, a PG movie. Like, it doesn't even, it doesn't do anything trolling, but it literally doesn't show his name until the movie well, has because, ended.
1: Yeah, well, that's, that's like when M. Knight was like out of fashion and he didn't want mm. to put his name on it. It's like, you can't put like imagine putting this on for a kid and then seeing Rob Zombie's name I'd be like <laughs> like just headbutt button the TV like nope like I've I've seen the first 10 that's seconds the of Rob movies.
0: If, if you're an informed person which m- unfortunately most people aren't but if they are going to oh, yeah. put it on for someone they would like they would google Rob Zombie and then... They would yeah. see um what comes up, and they would immediately turn it off. So I do think for this specific film, that probably is wise until it's like ah, we've already made you watch the movie now. Now you get to see the 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 psycho who made it. Um, but yeah, good times. Like I'm, I'm, I'm really curious to see just what the reception of this is. Um, because it has potential yeah. to be like a cult classic for sure. Um, whether or not people will kind of gravitate towards it, because yeah, it's just. It's weird. I'm like, who is this for? I really just want to know. Um, is it just for people that don't know who Rob Zombie is and don't know who any of these actors are, and don't know who the monsters are? Is it just purely for that of, like, yep, it's just a PG, you know, spooky time to have on Netflix for people, for young people? Yeah, but like
1: you said, it's not on... Like, it's not um, set up that way because it's it's such a prequel to the TV show. It's not... <laughs> You know, it's not like this re re-imagining or anything else. It, it really is just filling in the gaps of this TV show. Yeah. It's just a shame, like, um, as well, that, like, it just doesn't have the worldwide release on Netflix. Yeah. We just sat here in the UK being like, okay, cool. We might get, you know, it might drop eventually. That is weird.
0: Us. Like, I can't remember the last time that really happened with netflix as well Um, i don't
1: want to keep bringing it up but also i'm not going to stop bringing it up because until the problem goes away it needs to be said and it it is just ridiculous
0: i could have sworn that they were like i think someone just forgot to flick a switch like i I
1: wonder i wonder whether it will just appear in a couple of days (laughs) yeah
0: i honestly think it will it'll just be like on friday or rock around or something because yeah i don't You could have sworn this was a fully fledged like oh, Netflix well, I, thing.
1: I, I do wonder if it's like, oh, is it just that like Netflix, like in some territories, jo- does just refresh like the generic shit once a week? Mm. Whereas, like, yeah, Stranger Things is going to drop and we're going to update the servers for that. But otherwise, yeah, every every Friday, <laughs> like we'll, we'll add, you know, uh, you know, a Blade movie and 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 then, and, and, then and, film. and then and then rob zombie's film comes on <laughs>
0: you
1: know it uh, is strange so yeah, it is strange
0: yeah for sure um but yeah that is pretty much it for this week um i did want to briefly mention just while we're here um i have finished my rewatch of uh chucky season one now nice. um and yeah i just cannot wait for the new season like you you, you almost forget how spectacular it was because it was no, just so I, enjoyable. I it flies past. It really does. And Ooh. like watching those first four again and it just being so enjoyable, being introduced to these characters and kind of being this like slow build of Chucky trying to turn these teenagers against each other. But then the moment the kind of, it, switch, it switches things up in episode five and, and reintroduces all the legacy characters. It's just so good. And I thought, I think that as well, it's such a good choice what they did now hindsight i think it's brilliant because i really like jake and lexi and all these new characters so much um and i don't think we would have had that if they immediately gave us like like you know tiff and fiona and stuff right off the bat so i think that was just such a good choice and the this the season was like perfect i don't have a single qualm about season one of chucky like they mm-hmm. over it exceptionally well and the fact that they're now bringing in even more stuff from the lore in season two plus we know that the all this legacy stuff is going to be in play because it's been interwoven so well with the modern stuff plus i just want to see what happens to these characters post season one like all of their parents have, have been killed in front of them at this point like it's it's it's, it's so insane but you know, like you, you don't through.
1: just like you know yeah, yeah. i mean it, hopefully it'll be the the child's play to child's play two. hmm yeah you know that would be but great.
0: They have to add a lot of new characters because, like, they killed off yeah, of uh, almost everyone. Um, so, yeah, yeah we'll be fine. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, there's the. Uh, going to be foster homes and all mm. sorts of stuff because yeah we we need some people in this body count because yeah it's kind of crazy how just everyone was was on the death counter in season 1 really mm. it was there wasn't anyone that felt untouchable. I mean, like some of... actors died multiple times and they're going to die again in the new season <laughs> um which is crazy yeah. but uh yeah um, it's so good an absolute joy oh
1: yeah man i can't wait i can't wait um it's not it's not horror but i just need to briefly say the how happy i am every week watching
0: lord of the rings <laughs> I still watching I, it. I, have, weekly have then. You,
1: yeah have you seen like i don't know what the reception is of it
0: no i've because... not i've not seen it since it started i only saw just like the uproar and anti stuff before oh. it started i haven't seen it since it's actually right. been on
1: because, because i'm just sat in my happy place basically <laughs> where i'm like do you know what i just want to be in my little bubble once a week where i can watch an hour to an hour and a half of more lord of the rings content and i'm like i, I i'm happy like is the show preposterously long yes do I love Lord of the Rings because it's preposterously long yes like (laughs) and and so yeah I'm just having a really good time watching it every week and like it's slowly building towards excitement and uh like that's growing week and week and week and and yeah this this last episode was was really fire just just you know nothing crazy that happened but just just building the story and building this lord of the rings lore and it's one of these things where like i remember like when game of thrones came out and everyone loved game of thrones and i there was just part of me that was like it's just not lord of the rings i've only got mindset for like one of this like very specific thing and i'm like and that thing is lord of the rings like do i know any of the fucking characters names in this ring of power no no (laughs) um will i eventually maybe but like you know i i'm just i yeah, i'm having a great time with it and, and it's it, you know it's exactly kind of it, well it's more than what i hoped it would be it just looks fantastic as well yeah like they, they they really delivered on the budget at least to make this thing look like the best thing that's been on tv yeah that's um, good yeah i'm having a blast with it Absolute blast
0: i'm glad you're enjoying it i'm really looking forward to like i i feel like coming soon um because i've been knocking out a lot of different shows recently and then some mm. other shows that, like i mean i'm so behind on marvel um yeah. don't have any sort of drive to catch up um and then and now it's weird it's getting to that way with star wars because i watched the first episode of andor and i just mm. don't i just don't care like what you just described with- Lord of the Rings is what I want from Star Wars. I want my little Star Wars bubble every week. And I watched one episode and I was like, I don't give a shit. And then I did a bit of research. And this is a two series order to finish the entire story, which will then build up to the events of Rogue One. But season two is scheduled for late 2024. So, we're getting half the story now and then half the story later in two years.
1: What story? There is no story. To
0: get get us up to the best prequel ever made. Like, I don't don't get the point of the show. I watch one episode and I'm like, I'm waiting until this is all out. And then if I run out of shit to watch, I'll binge it. But. uh, I watched episode two and nothing happens i can't say anything that happened in episode one except he killed two people that is the only thing
1: that's that's happened in two episodes Mm -hmm. he killed two people and people are getting more and more salty about that like that's (laughs) that's all that's going on and i'm like the the thing i don't want to go down a rabbit hole with this either but i'm gonna have to just say a little bit where i'm (laughs) like this just does not feel like star wars to me the world does not look like Star Wars. There's nothing in it that feels authentically Star Wars to me. Mm. Like it just feels like some generic sci-fi shit.
0: Well, it's funny it when really people have wanted for years, like the gritty, yeah. grounded reality of Star Wars, and it's like, oh yeah, but we got what the version of that I wanted in Rogue One because that's yeah. still for, like a Star star wars movie but it was gritty and grounded and this feels like yeah they've just gone one step further where this yeah now it's like oh no what they mean is take everything out of star wars that makes it star wars yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, so then the what thing. do you I get feel like, i feel like this
1: is exactly what people have asked
0: for yeah i think well, it's like well done it's well received like yeah i saw the, I, you do know but i saw quotes where it was like the best star wars tv yet and i'm like jesus christ like it's just mental yeah. um yeah you're off the your mind it does worry yeah it, mean it, is, it, for,
1: it is cause... disney plus has definitely had a turn with its tv where like God, marvel so and star wars was was fire yeah but it, was, it
0: just started and we got so, so lucky with wandavision and mandalorian and like yeah. I, I said it at the time that like, i think they're going to stand alone and they still do like i no marvel tv has remotely come close to wandavision i think as more time goes on people are only going to fully appreciate the genius of mandalorian because we have like 10 star wars shows coming next year so like this is about to be the most oversaturated market ever you know when we get all of these different spin-offs and it's and it's not going to feel fun anymore having a new star wars show every month or two and that's exactly where i'm at with marvel where i never thought i'd have free tv shows that i haven't even watched yet with actors in that i like and characters that i'm interested in i just don't care because i'm like what's the oh, point the,
1: the marvel marvel tv shows at this point have just become part of my working week yeah where i'm like oh, okay cool i'm at work i want to have something on and i'm like okay that's on at the same time and, it, and it, that feels more like work than the work <laughs> i'm doing yeah where I'm like, oh, here we go, more She-Hulk, okay,
0: strap it's in. That's the thing, is that when this does start feeling like work, it's like, my God. Like I remember when the MCU used to, used to excite me more than anything. And it was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. the next entry, which characters are going to return this long-term storytelling. And like, yeah, it's not been the same since Endgame, but they're still like, to obviously do spider-man and doctor strange 2 that were both fantastic but Mm. this just pump and like i you know i watched the fourth thor movie and i was like yeah this is fun it's an okay comedy but this doesn't Mm. need to exist and so now we're getting into the most equalized sort of area we've ever been in mcu where we've got a new guardians another ant-man another black panther like all of these unnecessary none of those
1: movies should exist like guardians is the only one of those that has a story to tell.
0: Yeah, because James has been away from the MCU for so long, it does feel...
1: One of the biggest things post-Endgame is, like, what's going on with Gamora. Yeah. But, anyway, I digress. But, yeah, it is just... You know, it does feel like Disney Plus are oversaturating us with these things, and and the fact that Andor feels like such a big miss for me instantly, and it's already been greenlit for a season two. It's just... Mm jesus christ
0: and how they were going to tell the story which like i say it it immediately makes me not want to watch it until it's all done because i'm like well i'm not going to invest time into this now and enjoy it and then have to wait two years to finish this story that's a prequel to a prequel like it's just weird and unnecessary what
1: i what i forgot was in watching obi-wan earlier in the year obi-wan was a show that was called obi-wan that gave us obi-wan and and fans of star wars saw the timeline saw a show called obi-wan and went cool we've got obi-wan who else are we getting and then you watch the show and you got obi-wan and and it was like you know th- there was that bit of disappointment but then it was you and mcgregor being obi-wan and you're like okay that that shit was still cool whereas this i'm like okay and or yeah okay cool and then it's like but do we get any of these Rogue One characters? Do we get you know more of this Rogue One story that, that that would be exciting? And and it's like so far it's like oh no, the show's called Andor and it's just
0: Andor. I'm like okay cool. Yeah, that's the thing. I wonder like, if that's what they're keeping for season two. If yeah. it is like oh, this is where Krennic and Galen Erso and all these awesome characters will return because yeah, right now know, it doesn't that's feel that ruined
1: way. It for me already. Like when we spoke about it off air, like about. The, the characters that we could have in this, like every single character gets me infinitely more excited. If this show was called Krennic, I'd be like, fuck oh,
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> right. If this show was called
0: <laughs> any other character in Rogue One, except Andor.
1: <laughs> basically, basically, yeah. And that's why I'm like, okay. And that's why when this got announced, I was like, I'm not excited for it. Mm. And then when we spoke and it was like, well, this is a prequel to Rogue One. We could get these characters. And then I was like, hell yeah. And then we watched the first, well, I've watched the first two episodes and it's like, yeah they they're they're completely doing like we do with Obi-Wan. that they'll be like the the k two s o or whatever it was called will just it will rock up at the finale of this season but mm-hmm. like, that's my that's my shout <laughs> is that the robot is the first character we get and it's in the finale yeah uh and you know it shouldn't be that what well, that's you know that shouldn't be all that Star Wars is about, and it's not because if the story's good, but when the story's trash as well and then you're not getting characters that you like more, then that's a problem.
0: Yeah, it is worrying with Disney+, Plus because they have a subscription service, and just like Netflix, they need to have a reason to keep people subscribed. And that main reason is going to be content. And so they need to put out X amount of content a year to keep people subscribed. These are their two biggest cash cows by far in Star Wars and Marvel. And... I just don't want to live in that world where we're getting one or the other every couple of months. That, that just, I don't know, it just feels weird. Um, and yeah. it, it, it already feels weird right now. Like, as a fan, it will feel weird to me because I still consider myself a massive fan of the MCU. But at what point have I, like, missed enough to where i be like oh the new movie comes out but oh but that's you know if i hadn't watched and loved Vision, doctor strange doesn't land the same way mm, and, so, so, and so is that gonna happen in the future where i go well i haven't seen she-hulk and moon knight and whatever the hell the other one was i can't even remember um like what the hell Eat was it he? what was the other show <laughs> moon knight yeah. she-hulk what was the other one that's happened in this year uh
1: uh Moon was the first and in, one, and then She-Hulk was, the was the night most night recent night.
0: one. I can't remember. Oh, uh, oh uh, Ms. Marvel. Oh, yeah, Christ. It's, it's that will tie into the, um, the Marvels, the Captain Marvel sequel. So, like, yeah. by the time that rocks around, if I'm not invested in these TV shows all caught up, that's me just done from but the what, film at what world point, at that point.
1: At what point are you now expected to watch the Daredevil TV show?
0: yeah exactly
1: it, get you know that, that has already existed and happened which i desperately now want to watch uh to, to know more about this character because yeah. it feels like we're not going to get that story again we're like oh yeah that that exists that tv shows out there and i'm like oh great well yeah sounds cool but what are you doing <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, that is even the most hilarious thing with multiverse stuff as well. Because it's like, well, if I hadn't had the love for Sam Raimi's Spider-Man trilogy, yeah. that movie makes no sense, the most recent one. like, So it is funny that that's just, you know, that catered to me as the fan, but then there will be certain things yeah, that just but, won't land. Like,
1: even that, though, is one thing. But like I feel like with Daredevil, where it's like, you know, you're just... That's not even like multiverse. They're just bringing in extra canon like that's what it feels like
0: really though because th- that's not mcu those tv shows like they never No, work i canon.
1: know but but like that cat character's there and then like i don't know what mm. the new tv show will be like it's it's not going to be a retelling it's not going to be a continuation it's going to be just like adjacent it's just yeah. know, it's, it's all very
0: strange it is weird like it just they're, they're hitting this saturation point with these things and they they have to be careful because it's going to flip quickly like you can't; th- these things aren't the biggest thing in the world forever, and they'll they'll hit a certain mm. point where you know there's already this huge slate, and we've already discussed it off air and stuff because a lot of this stuff we we talk about a lot. With like you know, there's two Avengers movies that is coming in 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 the recent years or, or however many years where they are, and it's like yeah, they're the biggest. You know, every Avengers movie's made a billion dollars worldwide, and and I just I, right now I can't see us where that happens because I don't know what the hell the avengers even is anymore um Mm. that storyline is finished you know most of the avengers aren't even part of the mcu anymore so it's just they're in a weird spot they they need reinvention i don't know how close they are to like switching things up it's cool that they've got a lot still up their sleeve with like x-men and fantastic four where they can actually introduce new exciting characters Mm. and not just be like everyone's got a spin-off now and everyone's got a tv show but it is there's only so long like it's already impressive that they've kept this together for 14 years at this point but like are they gonna make it to 20 to 25 like does it just keep going that long i mean star wars has but but it clearly you know there was only three movies for like the first 25 years so yeah it is very very bizarre but um yeah very interesting um but that's it i was that's a jam-packed show for you guys this week so much we, we went
1: about. we went places
0: yeah we did i mean i didn't even touched upon so many things where like i've i've been rewatching the nightmare on Elf street movies but i'm saving that for another day because that's the whole that's a conversation
1: um, oh i'm excited about that that's that's a whole segment in itself. <laughs>
0: exactly yeah I, I can go there
1: with it
0: exactly it's going to be a good, good time yeah for in a pizza oh yeah that happened oh yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: they're so good um but yes we'll talk about that because yeah we, we've got like say as we discussed a very exciting kind of couple of weeks like let's say we're, we're only a couple of weeks away from a, a new hellraiser movie so that in mm. of itself like i might have to get another hellraiser rewatch in before that just to get me even more excited um so,
1: so, like what hellraiser movie have you got sat there to watch next
0: oh not the new ones <laughs> uh,
1: no, that's exactly what i want i don't want you to watch the good ones i want you to watch like
0: i think Hell it's, World or something. i think it's
1: inferno inferno perfect
0: um yeah that's i'm, not, you watch. I'm not watching that before the new one um, that is what you watch, what you watch. <laughs> no um but yeah and, and we've got another cinema movie to talk about next week in smile um this was one that we actually randomly had a bunch of trailers for at fright fest didn't we? Yeah, so, no I I uh, didn't
1: really, I knew of it but like I hadn't yeah. actually seen anything until fright fest
0: No same I didn't realize it was like this big like this has been advertised heavily Yeah uk like oh
1: there are buses like every bus i see has got smile on it
0: yeah and it's obviously because the marketing is so easy for a movie like this you can just show that creepy smile and it sells the movie so it's it's clever but it's like i am blown away that the this is the biggest budget i've seen for a horror movie in terms of marketing for years
1: again i don't want to open another door but like (laughs) it's weird with certain horror movies where i'm like that image is quite scary yeah but I'm like, it's allowed to be everywhere, and yeah. it's like Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise, like.
0: But you know when just when I like, saw hey, the kids. saw this on the side of the buses when it had literally yeah. like fingers that were cut off to show you the number of yeah, the movie. The number, it's just,
1: yeah, it's just I don't know. I find it weird.
0: Yeah, it is mad. Like I don't know what what in terms of yeah, age, what age restrictions exist on posters, and who mans that. Yeah. Like like yeah answers is, um, on the postcard yeah who knows i mean i'm sure it's these these, these uh useless uh, film classification boards probably have nothing better to do so they probably just send it their way and use this yeah, effort of cool. uh, throwing a dart on a dartboard because that's how they rate movies yeah, um, there's because-
1: no fucking way they do anything else the lazy bums <laughs>
0: but we digress that is episode 317 thanks for listening as always and we'll see you again very soon
1: see you later everyone I never could, how could I stop?